Welcome to Let's Cap. I am your host, Ronald Kabang, also known as UCapper from SportsMemo.com. Actually, need to, to change that Twitter tag because it's now UCapper Sports, not U underscore Capper. So I, I changed that to 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 uh, be the same as my IG and my YouTube page so that it's all the same. You know what I mean? So just a little branding thing. I got to fix that. I'll fix that in a little bit. But yesterday, Chris, uh, had a good show. Uh, you weren't there yesterday, but... Um, you were there on Monday. We profited on Monday. Yesterday, we profited once again. Uh, to myself, I went 4-1 and one yesterday. 2-0 and oh in the college, 2-1 and one in the NBA. So hopefully we just continue uh, continue rolling here. I mean, we always talk about the, the second half of the season is where, where we're the strongest, right? So hopefully we just, uh, uh, you know, take advantage of this while we can. We only got 30 games left for each team. So, Chris, how was your week yesterday? Uh, how was your day yesterday? Yeah, I see. Um, yesterday was good, man. I I was a rebound away from a rebound from AD away from finishing four and one as well. So finished three and two yesterday, but uh, it it was a you know it was a pretty good day yesterday overall. Uh, we profited, like you said, once again. Uh, not sure, I see, but I, I you know what? I'm not even gonna jinx it. But I think it's a few days in a row where we where we've seen some profit. You know, dating back to last week. I gotta go back and look at the look at the actual tracker, but uh, mm-hmm. things are, you know, starting to, uh, you know, starting to teams. I think teams are starting to reveal themselves. We're starting to get more trends and more data on these teams. The lines are going to get sharper, of course, but I think when we have the data RC, it just makes us more efficient. So uh, really, really excited about the second half of the season. All-star break is approaching as well. We know that the teams will start taking these games a lot more serious uh, yeah. and we'll, I think we'll profit a lot. RC. I've talked about it before, but, you know, do we, we're definitely going to get there and make units will be up, you know, really, really soon. And I'm excited about it for sure. Yeah, we also do. We were just talking right before the show about these big slates and how much we uh, we're not big fans of these big slates. Uh, what I was telling you was that we we go into so much detail when we cap these games that it takes a lot of time to do them. And we do these shows, but we also do pre-work, right? There's a lot of pre-work involved here uh, on this show. What's cool about it, though, is we can miss some games. And we could just break it down on the spot. And um, I think that's one thing that we're probably going to be doing today. We, we got a couple games that we we looked at, but also a few games that we want to look at a little bit more and dive deeper into that we didn't really have time to do. Um, uh, with that said, man, let's uh, go into the slate here. First game up, I think that we want to talk about, or at least I want to talk about, is this uh, Kings-Spurs game. Because this is actually the only game that I've bet so far. Uh, guys in the chat too as well if you guys are watching uh, make sure that you leave some comments uh, there about what games you want to see uh, any questions any plays or picks that you have as well I think we want to see those because it does help our help drive our conversation as we go through the games now uh, let me bring up my screen here so we have killersports.com up um, I think I was I was diving into the suns here we'll talk about that game later but uh, first game up here the, the Spurs and the Kings here. Do you want to start, Chris, on this one while I bring bring some stuff up? Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> just kind of set the table. I see you get a you get the Sacramento Kings coming in San Antonio. Sa- Sacramento has been playing well. I know that they they had lost back to back games against the Toronto Raptors, and then they went. That was the last game of their homestand. Then they went into Minnesota, lost that game uh, of the first uh, you know kind of back to back situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they did they did clean up that that mess and, and got the win against Minnesota two nights ago. They are seven and three straight up, six and six three and one against the spread in their last ten games. So fairly decent. RC. I also think that they're one of the more profitable uh, teams on the road against the spread. They're fourteen and eight on the road. This is the third game of a six game road trip for them as well. 
And I also noted that they had a clean injury report as well. Nobody on the yeah. injury report. So it's one of the yeah, I know you mentioned RC like already being able to have a play in on this game. And a lot of the times we're unable to put plays in because of injury report, you know, manipulation and different things exactly. like that. So I think that's important to mention as well. Opposite side for San Antonio RC, they've been struggling recently, just one and nine straight up, three and seven against the spread in their last 10 games, coming off the 21 point loss, home loss to the Washington Wizards. Uh, this is home game number three of four. Uh, for them as well, and they failed to cover in uh, five straight games. So uh, that that's just kind of set the table. And I know I'll let you take back over. Yeah. So some of the things that I looked at here, I I, I locked in the under two forty four here. Um, for the most part, we're, we're seeing the Kings on the road, right on the road here compared to at home. On the road, they average one fourteen point five per game. At home. We look at how they do at home they are averaging 123.6 per game and they're also allowing more points at home as well so their offense and defense uh is i mean they're giving up more points and they're and they're allowing more points uh if you go at home as are on the road they're allowing 114.8 so that's less than what they're allowing at home the other part is if we look at them here on the road and they're playing the second game on the road in a row. So not traveling from home to road. 11 and 2 to the under there. You can see that average points is around 227. And we have a total of 244. That's a huge gap there. Another thing that we look, I, I looked at as well. If you look at the Spurs side and we look at them in in-season in revenge games. Two and 17 straight up, 613 ATS. 11 and 8 to the over, right? So that points towards the the Spurs, uh, sorry, towards the Kings on the spread and and to win the game. The 11 and 8 to the over, right? I think it has to do with a lot of the totals being a lot lower. But if you look at uh if you look at the average points, 112.7, 124.6, it is high cuz it, it's it's in like the 237 range, but the total again, like I said, is 244. And I think the most recent trends that I've seen, if we look at this total greater than or equal to 240 we're talking right before the show here that a lot of the uh, between Jan uh, december and january there was a, a cluster of overs that had to like force the books to adjust the totals we we've started to see consistent 240s with specific teams here and um the spurs and the kings were were a couple of them but if you look at towards the more recent games look at all the cluster of unders sorry let me filter this for just a single team Cluster of unders here. This is 13 of the last 15 games with a total of 240 or more going under the total. Uh, so that's another thing that I think is going to continue to happen for a little bit until we start to see the books adjust again back down to under 240 for some of these teams. So for the most part, I, I would look towards the Kings here and towards the under. Did you have uh, uh, any prop looks or anything else on this one here? No, not really, RC. I agree with your look on the under. Real quick, RC, can you can you also add in? Uh, I think you what you got up right now uh, is is that like a league wide trend for the whole season, or is that just January? This is a league wide trend for the whole season. So can we add just January? Because I know you mentioned that cluster being like towards the end of the year. We do we do know that teams will start to ramp up defensively and try to you yeah. know become be in their best form. So mm -hmm. maybe that's starting to take you know starting to take shape yeah. in January. It actually starts. Right here, that uh, January 18 is when you see that cluster of unders. 
even right. towards the beginning of January, you're you're seeing some overs there. Right. So what if we just yeah. looked at the Spurs specifically, RC, in the month of January, just to give just to get a viewers, uh, you know, because that's that's the way I was looking at towards the under mm -hmm. the Spurs. I mentioned them being one and nine against, you know, straight up and three and seven against the spread. They haven't been yeah. covering because they haven't necessarily been <clears throat> been able to score as many points as the book has kind of set their total to. You can see it right there. Delta points scored. They're actually under their team total. And what is their yeah. RC? Four of the four six. The, teams, four of the see? six. Yeah. Right. Four so it's been their, their ability to be able to score the ball. That's kind of, you know, kind of fell off just a tad bit. Mm -hmm. And they aren't they aren't covering these games. I know that. Uh, two times that these teams played already. One was in San Antonio. One was in Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, Sacramento covered both of those spreads in that one as well. So I would lean towards Sacramento. I haven't gotten to the window with it yet, but I do feel like this is a number that they should be able to cover. Uh, if you wanted the number, you probably should have jumped on it a little earlier when it was six. I think it, it may be up to eight right now, um, but it'd be Sacramento or nothing. And it would also be the under for me in this spot as well, RC. So I would be there with you. I do think, uh, you know, prop-wise in this game, RC, I would look towards a guy like De'Aaron Fox, and I'll probably play his assists over his points just because he might not be needed to score the ball as much. Yeah. But um, I do feel like this is a game against the San Antonio Spurs, one of the you know worst defenses in the league, where he would be, uh, you know, a willing distributor to try to get his some of his other guys involved. I'm talking about the Harrison Barnes of the world, the Davion Mitchells, the, the Keegan Murrays of the world. Uh, so I think De'Aaron Fox and uh, Sabonis, probably a triple-double type game for him as well, RC. I think that would be in play as well. Hey, what do you – so I'm looking at this this uh, Kings on, with a total of 240 or greater, right? They've The last four instances, they've won. They covered three of the four. They've – I guess they've been – I mean, they've been playing pretty solid defense here, allowing their opponents to go uh, under their team total in six of the last seven of these totals. Actually, just started in January there. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we go to the Spurs side. <clears> own <throat> six straight up one and five ATS. Last two instances, I think we talked about their team total going under. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of just things pointing in the almost it almost seems like it's all going in the same direction, right? It's it's um Spurs King Total, Spurs, King King total, total under. under. Mm -hmm. That was my look. Yeah. Full, full game under mm -hmm. uh, Kings against the spread. Yeah. Yeah. I like all of them. I see. I like all of them. One, one more thing I see. If you go back to the Kings, right, if you just put that in, uh, just change back to the Kings and then uh, look at their just away games, because like you talked about, they score a lot more points at home than they yeah. do on the road. Uh, so right, there yeah. you see even there more support. Go. Right. Yeah. Like they they don't they don't go over that total. Uh, this was one of the reasons why I see we cast. I cast yeah. on the 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 both of Sacramento's last two games have been in Minnesota and both of the unders have hit even with the last one going to overtime Minnesota, they went to they went to overtime with Minnesota the other day and the under still hit in that game because yeah. like you said their role players just don't play as well so I like the under couldn't talk you off I like the Spurs team total under just because they've been struggling offensively as well and yeah. uh you know getting there on the spread as well another thing I looked at I see was you know for the people who want to back the Kings in this spot the Kings um uh versus conference opponents as away favorites so just looking at them against the West specifically in conference games, um, they are four and one in that spot. You see four and one straight up and against the spread in that spot. If you look at um, if you look at them uh, after a previous win as well, RC, because they did win uh, that that last game. Yeah. Um, look at just add a previous win, RC, because we we do want to make sure you know teams are are consistent, right, and not not complacent. You see that they're actually three and zero straight up and three and zero against the spread. So coming off a win, 
when they have a conference game as a favorite, they tend to be consistent and back that up with another win. So I think that's more support to, you know, be able to get there with the Kings as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Spurs mm-hmm. side, they are uh, home dogs again after a previous home loss, and they are only three and six straight up. And it's some more support to that under for you, seven and two to the under when they are um, a home a home dog coming off a previous loss. Home dog off a previous loss? Off a previous home loss. Oh, sorry. So still at home. Coming off loss. Seven and two yeah, to the under. Seven there. and two to the under. Yeah. They they struggle in this spot. I see. They struggle a lot. Yeah. And what up to the chat, man? I see LJ, Zachariah, Mitch, uh, Fremont. Yeah, for sure. What up, Brian? Uh Brian Spielberg can't lay seven. That's a I mean, it is a high total. Let's see what their highest total is. I mean, highest line is. Kings. I think this might be the highest, I see. It's the highest, yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, they covered six and a half pretty clear. Um, mm-hmm. Both times, yeah. Both times. What about what? I, I like to look at the opposite. I see. What about what about the Spurs at home catching seven seven and a half points? And see a lot of those probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're they're not covering. Uh, we can just use that threshold at six right there. Mm-hmm. One eleven straight up, five and seven ATS. Losing by about sixteen points altogether. Mm-hmm. What if we looked at them after a previous home loss? I see. On three, uh, there's an eight and a ten, six and a half. Yeah, I think it's. I might have to add the Kings on this, on my card today. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I was looking at it. See, like I said, I didn't get to the window with it yet, but the, the numbers and the trends just kind of showing me, man, it's yeah. a king spot. And if I had saw this earlier, I probably would have went ahead and locked it in. What up to Jay in the chat, man? Shout out what to up, Jay. Jay? Pop hey, in Mark. here. I know you got like a few minutes before you can go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Lean Spurs team total under. Yeah, that's the way that we're seeing it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I missed this. What was listening to Jay show. Kings on third game of road trip, they're 0 3. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a good look, too. Yeah, I think it's Kings, Kings, and the under is the way that I'll go in this one year. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, did you have a play on another game, Chris, at all? Uh, another, another just, look? just, just, uh, I got a player prop that I really like. Um, RC, and it's in that Memphis game. Memphis, uh, will be at home today, second straight home game. Before they go out on the road, I know that they go to Cleveland tomorrow, so it's the first leg of a back-to-back for them. And they uh, they get the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Portland, first road game, uh, coming off six straight home games. They play NDC on Friday. Revenge game for Portland as well. Memphis mm-hmm. did beat them 111-106 uh, to 106 earlier in Portland. And, um, you know, for the Grizzlies, they are on, like I said, the front end of a back-to-back they had lost five games in a row before they came home. And they had to fight back really hard. I, I watched that game on Sunday. They had to fight back hard down double digits uh, against the Pacers. Uh, you got Bain listed as questionable. Danny Green uh, looked like he could make his season debut tonight. And Steven Adams also listed as out. So uh, one, th- one thing that's been profitable this year, I see, is, is if you want to fade the Portland Trailblazers, you typically do it against, uh, you know, with a big man. So this is twofolded for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Jared Jackson Jr. playing against the Blazers tonight, who – they allow the most points to centers, which he'll shift in and take that center position without Stephen Adams being there. They're allowing the most points to centers on the season and over the last seven games. The Blazers also allowing the most rebounds to centers as well over the last seven games. 
And you look at Jared Jackson Jr., he's someone who plays what plays a lot better at home than he does on the road. Uh, I think he sees an increase in usage with uh, with uh, without Stephen Adams there and uh, his ability to be able to stretch the floor uh, and be a part of that. Because ro- Stephen Adams won't be a part of that rotation for a while. One thing mm-hmm. I looked at, R.C., was in three games this season at home specifically without Stephen Adams, Jaron Jackson Jr. has 23, 27, and 36 points plus rebounds while shooting 47% or better in each one of those games. The three road games that he's mm-hmm. played, Without Stephen Adams, he only has 21, 23, and 24 points plus rebounds. Mm-hmm. All those games, he shot under 40%. So there's an extreme correlation between how well he plays at home versus on the road. I think with no Stephen Adams, he plays well tonight. I took his rebounds plus uh, his points plus rebounds over 24 and a half. Gotcha. Uh, question for you, Chris, uh, for Josh Hart rebounds? Uh, I think he's still some without. I could see it. As long as they play defense, the total is uh, you know predicted to be really, really high in that game. Uh, Memphis is another team I see that's really kind of struggled to to score recently. They we know them as a you know extremely fast paced team. They like to get out and run, but they mm-hmm. haven't been extremely efficient offensively. Uh, you know, on that road trip when they you know couldn't buy a win, they lost to. We talked about that. We talked about it for two weeks. They they hadn't really won a lot of games in that spot, and uh, they came home and also you know had, like I said, found themselves down double digits to the Indiana the shorthanded Indiana Pacers. Um, so I think he could get the rebounds today. But uh, but I, I'm not sure if there's going to be a lot of misses. That total also uh, going up, RC. That total is up, I think, maybe three or four points from what – no, 10 points, I think, from what it opened at. I think that total opened at 229. is up to 239, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Uh, well, this one says 234 and a half. It might – if you look at, like, the pre, pre-line pre or whatever, um, not the open at the casinos, it, it could be a little bit different. So it does make sense that it, it could have opened uh, shorter, 239. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is 239 and a half now. Dude, I, I'm just looking at this while you were talking, though. It almost seems like the under might be in play, especially if it continues to go up. Right? I think we, we talked about it on the show yesterday. I think that five and a half, five, like five to like seven and a half point gap from open to close, it might be that point where you look towards the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think so. If we look at, the Grizzlies against teams that they just beat in their most recent in-season matchup, right? They're 11 and five to the under five, 10 and one ATS. So it seems like what it looks like, it, it seems like they're, they're giving up points. Like they're not, not playing as uh tougher defense um, the second time around. Also their offense is struggling, but you can see that there, I think it was five, five and 11 to the under their team total in these spots here uh, against teams that they previously beat. Um, on the opposite side, you have the. What, what RZ, real quick, yeah. if you kept that right there and you just did the the, what about at home specifically? How do they do at home in those spots? I think it's like two and six. I just looked at it. Yeah, six and two to the under. Okay, even more. Okay. Yeah. And their team total is what goes under as well, six and two. Okay. Yeah, I do think that the numbers are a tad bit inflated. I see. I know Memphis has been scoring a lot of points, but if they don't have Desmond Bain in there. Uh, you know, today he's listed as questionable. That takes away from some of that offense. Steve, Steven Adams, I think, offensively isn't talked about enough. You know, just his ability to be able to screen set, uh, you know, get get easy putbacks, uh, you know, offensive rebounds that lead to kickouts for three-pointers. All those things get taken into consideration when you think about the, the Memphis Grizzlies offense, not just John Morant going out there getting a triple-double, you know? Yeah. Here's the other thing. The Blazers in revenge, in-season revenge, they're only 3-8 and eight straight up, 3-8 and eight ATS, 7-4 to the under. And um, it's actually the opposite. Uh, you know, we, we looked at the the Warriors struggling offensively. 
right? Uh, when they're playing a team that they beat against a team that uh, the Blazers lost to, they're also struggling on the offensive side of the ball. So it almost seems like both uh, both teams could be struggling in the spot here. Well, what about <coughs> – sorry. Um, is there travel involved in this game? Let's look at that. Yeah, so so you got the you got the Blazers coming from from home to road. They, like I mentioned, they, they they I think it was six games in a row. I see that they played on the road. Uh, I'm sorry, at home. So this is their first road game after six straight home games. Yeah, six straight home games. Damn, that's crazy. All right, let's just do streak greater than equal to five. Oops, psych streak. There should be. All right, so well, that's the first time there. What about like just let's look at like say, what's the what's the league wide? Yeah, I was just gonna say that too. Yeah, you you right, right, we're we're mind, bro. We, 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 we kept we kept the same way. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing significant there either. But if they're what if they're dogs? Are they? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> you gotta stop! Hey, you gotta stop being in my head, dude. Uh, right, so yes. Nothing significant. That's interesting, though, because we always talk about it, right? Like, you know, first game on the road after a long homestand or the opposite, first game home off a long road trip. I think the, the road trip is probably more apparent because. What about conference, RC? What, if it, what about if if it's in conference? We know sometimes when you got to travel across the world, it might be a little yeah. bit different. Not too significant Six, for yeah, it. Not, not significant okay. either. Okay. All right. Well, that one's, a, that one's pretty tough, I, I think, it, in my book. But probably a look towards the under, I think. Still. Yeah, I still lean under too. I see. I still lean under. I don't know if I'm gonna get there to the window though. Did anyone say in the chat anything about this game at all? Oh, they're talking uh, about Raptors. Yeah, James said, uh, "What SDKO parameters do you use to pull up teams that just played the same team in back to back, like the Kings did the Wolves?" Oh yeah, I see you got yeah. that. One. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, let's just actually go go to that one next. What game is it? Opponent. Previous opponent team equals point. Who nah, playing said, together in back to back games? Well, nobody. I think, he was just, I think he was just wondering. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. But, gotcha, but, but, but RC, no, it's, the team is doing that. It's the Orlando Magic and the Philadelphia 76ers. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I knew yeah. there was a game. Okay. Let's bring that up. Um, Jay said he wanted the Grizz first quarter uh, and first half if Bain is in. I'll be with you, Jay. I think that there's some substance. I talked about that on my show this morning. I think there's some substance to Grizzlies first quarter uh, just because Portland is traveling. This is their first road game in like a week and a half. So I'm pretty sure Jay probably touched on it on his show, but I would agree with that as well. Jay. That's why I had written down in my notes, but I couldn't really find too much to support it. I think that they need Bain in, in order because their offense does take a hit without Bain. You're already without – uh, you know, Steven Adams to get the offensive rebounds and the defensive and, the, you know, the kickouts and the putbacks and, and those type of things. And then you try to integrate Danny Green into the offensive flow as well. So I would need him in as well, Jay, but I, I couldn't talk anybody off wanting to take the Grizz in the first quarter. Yeah. A uh, good point by one, one zero thirteen JRW. Uh, Portland and Memphis isn't a good representation of conference game being less travel just because Memphis is, is uh, so far out. Far, far out from the West Coast. Um, that's a good point there as well. Uh, so this is the parameter. Who was it? Uh, James. James Kowalski. This is the parameter here for teams playing each other in back-to-back games. So this is previous opponent team equals opponent team. That means they're facing each other uh, in the previous game and today's game. And um, one thing that has been a, a pretty solid trend so far is the team winning the first game in these back-to-backs, uh, they actually tend to cover and win the, the following game as well. 
last two instances though involves the wolves and they they didn't so that that's a one interesting thing to note there um but you can see a cluster of w's right there a lot of cluster of overs as well that's interesting all right so let's say let's say we can also do if they're in the same are they playing in the same uh arena same arena yep they both in philly so this one this one would say site equals p site means that the the previous site or wherever they played is the same place 23 and 11 straight up 23 and 10 ats says to take the magic tonight plus the nine and a half right rc yeah yeah exactly it's crazy because the magic do well we look at the team equals magic Look at them against conference teams. This is amazing. That's <laughs> amazing, dude. Four and six straight up, eight, one and one ATS, seven and three to the under. But the biggest thing is is who they be beating, dude. Like they beat the Celtics three times Swept in a row. This, uh, trifected the Celtics this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they already beat the, the Sixers. That's the top two teams in the East, dude. They they got them. They got them. I don't know. It could be that um it could be that the, the teams are overlooking them, but at the same time. I don't know. <clears throat> Look at this. This this was back to back games too, guys. Celtics. We always thought the 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 favorite was gonna come back and get that revenge. Celtics didn't get done. They they got beat. Like they they did worse the next game. Look, like they only scored ninety two points. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you guys, but I can only yeah. look for the magic. To it's it's tough. It's tough. RC. So real quick. So Jay said he leaned 76 his first quarter, first half oh, okay. in the revenge spot. So so one thing I looked at RC was Philly. Uh, off of the revenge spot, went specifically when they're at home, mm -hmm. they do do well in that spot. If you want to bring it up, I think they are some like I want to say it was three and oh, four and oh, in that spot, yeah. ATS and, and straight up. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I could see that, Jay. I could see them bouncing back in this spot here. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible. They should early, I mean, like early, early, oh, RC, right. not, not, not for the full game, though. I don't think the Magic losing by 10, uh, you know, to any. If, they, if they're not in a bad spot, which you know is equal rest in this spot, I don't think they lose them. I don't think they're losing by ten. If they play that type of defense that they played in the fourth quarter against Philly, they only allowed nineteen points the other day and killed my over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fading, uh, fading them guys. Well, they did, um, uh, JRW. They did. They, they actually opened at eight and a half, I believe, and then it, it got bought back up to nine and a half for the Sixers. Um. Look at this here too. I, I brought it to Road Dogs, and uh, five one and one ATS. But you can see most of it is <clears throat> actually limiting their opponents on the on the defensive side. Let's look. I, I want to look at the Sixers real quick uh, to see how they do in revenge situations. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. See, I think they do well in this spot. <laughs> Six and one. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. Was there any uh, instance where it was back to back? I don't think so, uh, but I could be wrong. I think one of those is. Oh, uh, there you go. There, there's the rebuttal there, <clears throat> right? Sixers uh, revenge and back to back against the same opponent, beat oh, the Raptors, game. beat the Raptors and the Hawks, pretty easily. Look at that double digits. That's probably why I was off this game yesterday. I, I don't know. Yep. Yep, Jay make Jay make a, another good point in the chat. Oh. He said, "Remember that was the horrible spot for the Sixers off the Super Bowl, <laughs> off the Eagles making yeah, it to the tired, Super Bowl." Uh, so they also started strong that game, didn't they? And then they mm -hmm. fell off in the second half. Yep. 
I think I'm gonna be off this game. Uh, Bancaro is officially is official. Oh my bad. I thought he was like officially won't play. I was like, what? Uh, so yeah, Bancaro is out. Definitely the Sixers. I don't think I'm gonna touch this one. I, I don't I'm, think I'm gonna touch it either, honestly, but I, I would lean to Orlando catch it. I think it's catching so many points. It'd be different if it was like six and a half. I just feel like they can keep it within 10 points, you know? Look at hold on, like, uh, hold on. So Jay said what first quarter, first half? Look at that gap yeah. there. Let's let's go back to Orlando real quick and see how, how they do here. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought it was gonna be like coming back in the second half. Yeah, no, this one's too tough for me. Um, any last comments on this one? I was trying to see what teams do after playing back to back against the same opponent. So, like, oh, are you talking about after today's game? I'm not, I'm not sure your question, uh, James. Um, yeah, uh, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, any so actually, Chris, any any last comments before we move on? Okay. No, that's it. I see. That's it. I do think you know the substance to what Jay's saying is that. Uh, well, what other thing I think we talked about this before the show. I see we haven't mentioned it yet. But for the viewers, Wendell Carter Jr. is listed as questionable in this one, and the beat is also listed as questionable. So make sure yeah. you guys got all the news before putting these plays in because manipulation of the injury report is at an all time high right now for people who do want to wager, you know, on this game one side or another based on the trends that we just pull or their own research. Yeah. 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 Here's uh, James uh, Nathan Serna said he dropped the winners for you guys. So Sixers first quarter, Grizz first quarter, Celtics first quarter. I mean, I haven't looked into those too deeply, but Sixers first quarter seems like. I mean, if Jay's on it, I trust his research on it. But for me, it's just too much, too much back and forth, right, uh, Chris? Do you agree no, there? no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I, I also feel like I don't think Jay said he was officially on it, did he? He said he <laughs> leans. He, he oh, he leans that way. Okay, he, he leaned it. That, we lean in a lot of stuff too. I see. We, yeah, we, we lean we everything. Not, right. <laughs> uh, we lean everything until we say it's official. All right. So, yeah. I man, that's tough. It's crazy because I, I just keep looking back to these Celtics games, dude. Back to back road. Back to back road. Right. But then, but then the Celtics have two games in the opposite situation, and they they did well there. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna be off this one. Damn, I really like the Magic too earlier. All right, well, let's move on to the next one. Uh, anything on Boston and Nets? Uh, I did not look at this game. I know that the Boston does well at home as far as like um, total uh, going to the over. Did I not write it down on my? Banners. Um, yeah. You want to move to? Do, do you like this game? That Boston game? Not really. I see. I mean, I got some notes on it, but I didn't play anything official. Um, Robert Williams. I think important to mention. Robert Williams is uh, in. He was listed as question for this game. He's listed yeah. as in. I think that spread moved from uh, eight and a half up to nine when he got ruled in mm -hmm. uh, officially. And then I also saw reports from Marcus Smart. He said that. Uh, you know, he probably going to be out until to the All-Star break. So he's not going to be back to after the All-Star break. So he's not going to be back for this for this game. Um, the net, the Nets, they they are owned by the by the Celtics. The Celtics kind of own them, RC. I think what I found was, um, you know, with or without KD, uh, Boston have, has won and covered five games in a row, including 
two already this season and once already this month. Uh, the Celtics, however, on the opposite side, this is the conflictual part I see. The Celtics are 0-6 against the spread in their last six games. They've not been able to cover spreads because they've also been seeing these really inflated totals and they haven't been shooting the ball as well. They've been kind of, uh, you know, just just inconsistent with them being able to shoot the ball. We know that they started the season off really, really hot. It was actually the best offense we had ever seen before, like statistically. Yeah. Uh, but they've come back down to earth. The other thing with the Celtics, RC, I know you. I don't know if you remember this or not, but we looked at this earlier. The Celtics are the best, I think, first, uh, the best team as far as back-to-back and third game in four nights. They have the best ATS record and straight-up record in that spot. But you give them a couple days off, RC, and they turn into a whole different team. I got the Celtics at uh, at two and seven straight up and one and eight. Holy, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> With two days of rest or more. Why Which is that? Is they, is it because no they're. Idea. It's not like they're well. Some of them are pretty tight. Like there's a one there, three, or they they won that game. Oh, ATS. Yeah, they dude. They're like not even covering by a, a big margin either. They haven't been covering at all. Uh, I see. I see. Jason said he official. That's the only way I'd be able to look is looking towards the Nets as well. Just because the Celtics haven't been consistent enough. Like I, I mentioned, they zero six in their last six games. Uh, yeah. You know, just haven't been able to 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 stay hot from the three point line. I think you know yeah. taking Marcus Smart out doesn't help any. Um, you it's know, crazy because uh, I know Punt Punt was saying too, like uh, Josh Punt school. He was saying that um, without Marcus Smart, their offense has been struggling, and they continue to do so. It's weird because everyone thinks of him such of a of such a, a great defender, right? They don't they don't think about what he does to the to the rotation as far as him being in the starting lineup. It's kind of crazy, but it, um, it's it also go comes to like how people see him. That's just a his defender. Perception. Yeah, his yeah, perception yeah, yeah. of just being a defender. Because remember, RC, we looked at it. Remember, we looked at it on Spodevs, Marcus Smart in versus Marcus Smart out. Remember, they were like something like seven and two to the under without mm-hmm. Marcus Smart in. And yeah. I think that they go under because they don't score as many points. They need him to be able not just to like like make shots because he's not the greatest shot maker, but he does really facilitate that offense, which is why he averages about seven and a half, eight assists. So yeah, I, I could see that. I'd be looking towards the, I'd be looking towards Boston to get some revenge in this. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, towards this, to the Nets to be able to get some revenge in this spot too. If I was going to play this time. Look at the team totals too. Uh, six straight team total unders for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. This is eight straight team total overs for their opponents. Mm-hmm. Revenge game for Kyrie, all that good stuff. Let's look at the, they played each other earlier this season. Twice, Celtics. Celtics beat them both times. One with KD, one without KD. Two in a row. Damn, they got smacked. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Nets' first quarter? Wait, mm. did someone? I swear, I just said that. Someone said Nets' first quarter. That was I Nathan. Think, I think it was Boston first quarter. And those oh. winners, when Deuce said he gave out a one it might have been Boston yeah. first quarter. I ain't sure. So we look at so we look at revenge situation here, right? Six and four straight up, seven and three ATS. There's that first quarter gap there. And they're a nine point dog. They're actually up. Actually, let's move move this to oops. And D. As dogs. Damn, that, look at all those points in that first quarter. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's see. Based on those dates, RC, it looks like KD probably didn't play in any. He probably played in all of those games because he didn't get hurt until when? Probably like the middle of January. I mean, like the beginning of January. Yeah. So 
I think that's take you gotta take that into consideration too. But them being a dog probably is, you know, indi- indication if they're actually a dog or not because they they're not gonna be a dog too many times with KD and Kyrie both in the lineup. All right, so what what do you th- let's let's look let's dive into this first quarter over a little bit more because like <clears throat> in revenge situations as road dogs, right? Obviously, these two went over no regulation uh, in regulation. This one went under in regulation, right? But if you look at that first quarter and that one too. 34 and 29. So they did, they still went over in that first quarter, right? I think in most recent games too. So if we look at the Nets in the in, in their current form, their offense has been doing a lot better, isn't it? We got six straight overs. Yeah, they picked it up. They picked it up without KD. They finally got it together. So if we go back to the Celtics side. What did we look at on the Celtics? Hold on. Celtics was rest. With extra rest. Yeah, greater greater than or equal to two. Yeah, so they got the Celtics with rest greater than or equal to two. Look at their first quarter, too. They, they're losing in that spot. What, what is the – what would the first – do you know the first quarter team uh, total at all, Chris? I don't, but you, I can find out. Hold on. Up? Hold on. Yeah, I can look it up. Hold on. Because this was just 59 points. I would – I would think it would probably be like 57 and a half, 58, right? Based on based on what the current to, the current overall total is? Yeah. Let's see. We got Let's see. First quarter total points 57 and a half. You got you nailed it, Ozzy. 57 and a half. Okay. Mhm. I might look at that first quarter over and also first quarter on the net side. I think that's, I think that those are the, I'm going to look into that a little bit more. First quarter over. First quarter nets. All right, so if we go to the Celtics here and we say they're home favorites. Fifty-seven and a half. We say that we're going against a conference team. Eleven and four to the over. Seven and eight ATS. What's the spread? First quarter spread two and a half. I think it was three. Is what, three? Is what my guy said in the chat. Let me let me check and see what I see there. I see three and a half actually. No, three and a half. Boston. Yeah, favorite Boston. All right. Over when those went into OT, but the first quarter still went over. What about what what about teams also RC that they beat already this year? What adding to this? No, you don't gotta add to it. I'm just saying like like oh, teams that Boston, yeah, just teams that Boston have beat already this season because they did beat they beat uh this Nets team twice already. Yeah, gotcha. 59. 59, let's say at home. Even more. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, dude. Let's. I. I'm. A, I'm a, I think I'm gonna add that first quarter over. <laughs> I think I'm gonna add it with you. I see. <laughs> first quarter over. I like it. All right, let's do it. Uh, first quarter over there. Uh, that was a, a sneak peek, um, of how my brain works in a in a, like a short period of time when I'm looking at stuff. All right, let's go to. What's another game you guys want to see? Did anyone mention any other games? Time Lord versus Claxton about to be fun. Yeah. 
Did anyone mention any other games? I don't see any more. I see Mitch mentioned Tatum 10 rebounds is plus 125. I couldn't talk him off of that. The Nets are not a great rebounding team, and Tatum has been rebounding the ball really efficiently uh, a lot. So I think that's a pretty solid look from uh, from Mitch in the chat as well. Oh, yeah. I got one. Okay, so the Hawks and the Suns. We were talking about this, like, real briefly before, <clears throat> before the show. I want to see how – I, I kind of want to look at the Hawks. Here, so if we go to the Hawks and we say that they're on the road and they're coming, um, let's just say on the road real quick. So we say the Hawks on the road 12 15, 12 15, 7 and 10 to the over, right? And I think we we mentioned this uh, a lot on the show with the Hawks that they struggle when they go from home to road, right? 3 and 10, 2 and 11 uh, ATS. So they struggle there for the most part. But they're going from road to road. So if we go so so we go from road to road. Like they're maybe they're probably like just chilling in the general area of where they're already at. Nine and five straight up, ten and four ATS. And they're they're covering and winning five of the last six instances. And if we go to the other side. I right, see real quick, real quick, yeah, yeah, why right. you there? Why you there? Yeah. Can you add what if they're coming off a previous away loss as well? Are they even more motivated in that spot? Okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. And they're the dog. Let's say they're the... Okay, I see. We find it. So we're, we're just okay. diving into it. Okay, so we go back to the Sun side. They're on the, the last of a two-game homestand, right? And then they go on a, a on a road trip. Four and five straight up, two and seven ATS, seven and two to the under. So that doesn't help like the total at all, but it does say that they struggle in that spot as far as covering the spread. This is asking for them to just win the game <clears throat> for the most part. They're winning, so they're winning the ones that they're with the higher spreads, though, For the, if we're looking at that. And then we know the Warriors struggle on the road, especially early on in the season, so this was November. And then we go, let's say, we, let's just say we keep going. They say, all right, there's a, there are multiple road trips. Oops. Multiple multiple game road trip. And then you, you continue to see it struggle. They struggle even more, right? One and five straight up. Oh, sorry, two and four straight up, one and five ATS. I I can only look towards the Hawks here. I, I it might what is the line going to? Oops. It was one and a half earlier, right? One and a half. It's kind of year, yeah, it's yeah. And we're seeing some ones here. Well, that's yeah. DraftKings and Caesars. Um I don't know, man. I, I can only look towards the towards the the Hawks here. I, I I know the Phoenix Suns have been playing well as far as like current form, right? I think they won what six of the last seven games. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a six game. It was a six game uh, win streak. I want to say I see. Yeah. Or was it longer? I know they've been balling at the crib. There you go. Six of the last seven. Six. Yeah, they lost to the Mavs. That's what it was. They got Celtics on deck too. I would think that they would. They would want to show up for that game. Oh, I'm gonna put that down as a as a lean, but I, I think I might. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna. I lean that way, Hawks. Hopefully that support. If you guys like the Hawks, maybe that helped you support that. But I don't know if I'm gonna get there to the window. But it does to me, it seems like that that would be the way that I go. Yeah, um, for sure. 
for uh, Suns home games first half under. Uh, Glow, Glow said, Glow said, uh, why did the Wizards and Pistons get postponed? It got postponed because of the snowstorm that's happening in Dallas. Yeah. The uh, the Pistons are actually stuck in in uh, in Dallas, haven't been able to fly back home, which is why that game got postponed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Brian said Thunder Rockets. Did y'all go over that? Thunder and, Rockets. Uh, no, I don't think we did. No, nah, we didn't. And then uh, Danilo said, "Can y'all cap the Golden State Warriors and Timberwolves game as well?" Uh, let's just do those two and then be uh, be done with it. All right. So we got Jay. Jay with you on the Hawks. Uh, I see he said lean Hawks as well. Oh, nice. Okay. Game before five game road trip. You just you just pulled the stats on that. I see. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I did. Mm, let's let's move. <laughs> let's just keep adding on to it. This is funny. All right, <laughs> All right, so and then A and then a three game road trip. I, they don't score a lot of points. They don't score like yeah. Damn, that should look like nineties basketball. <laughs> yeah. Damn four four notes to the under too. They haven't scored over 102 points in any of those games. That's crazy. And these had Booker in them. Yeah. It's it's Hawks or under. Look at their team total. Let's go back real quick. Let's take it back. back. Team total. Team total under. This one went over by the hook. And it was against the Rockets. They should have went over by more than the hook. (laughs) (laughs) What's their team total today? Let's see. <clears throat> Damn, it's high, RC, because the, the total for the game is one, one, 237. So that's because the, I mean, the defense. Yeah, the Hawks defense is that is pretty pretty bad. <laughs> 116 just, and a half. Yeah. 116 and a half is the Suns team total. I think I'm not going to mess with the total just because – well, actually, look at this. Four of the last six went under. That's because they've been playing a lot better defense. They've been playing a lot of better defense as well. I see. I think I think the Suns were like top top two, top three defensively last six, seven games. If we check NBA.com. Sorry, say that game one more time. No, I was just saying this. I think that if you look at the last like six, just the last six games defensive rating, last five or six games, uh, the Suns are top five defense last five, six games. Yeah, I got you right. Top two. Wait, what did I just do? So six games. Suns top ten, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had it filtered for uh, road games. Road games, yeah, yeah. Earlier when you saw them at second. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's move on to the Thunder here. Uh, Bridges has been killing it. Yeah, he has. Uh, let's go to the Thunder. I didn't really look at this game. Uh, we talked about it real briefly right before the show about just taking the. Rockets under second half, right? Yeah, uh, uh, something, yeah. that, something that we were looking at, but I think what were people saying? The Thunder. Jay said, "Jay said, uh, Thunder top look of the day for him. Thunder Minus five and a half. And it was smashing. Look at all that. Yeah, nice little bounce back spot off the Golden State game. It's the only way I would be able to look. I was actually about to put him in a little two leg parlay. I see. Uh, you take the Thunder and you take the Kings and you parlay both of them together. You get minus one hundred seven. I think both of them win the game today, <laughs> so that'd be the easy way out. Coming off of a loss, well, that's really specific, though. Coming off a loss and then they're the road favorite. 
didn't cover against the Pistons. Lost to the Pistons. One, one, one thing that one thing that's interesting, RC. I was looking at early in this game is keep keep the Thunder up. Um, yeah. Look at the Thunder against uh, against uh, teams that have a fifty percent win percentage or less. Because they keep we talk about them playing up the competition, right? They cover these games yeah. that they're not supposed to. Um, and, and then look at them. I think at away as well, RC. <clears throat> and away. Yeah, in a way. Seven and four ATS there. Okay. What if we do favorite? Ah, shit. <laughs> All right, well, 0 and 3 straight up and ATS as road favorites against teams with a losing record. But this is a revenge game for them as well. I see. Let's do the revenge game angle. I think the revenge game angle benefits them. All right, let's look at that. Revenge here, seven and seven straight up, eight and six ATS, nine and five to the over. Oh, look at those. Yeah, let's, let's just look straight. at those ones specifically. And in, in January, RC. Let's look at the January ones. What's that? <laughs> Date is greater than 2023-0101. Yeah. Even just putting the road seems like it's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones been in January. <laughs> but these teams do but here's the problem. These teams are are good teams. And we, mm -hmm. we always say they play up, right? Uh, yeah, These Rockets is not a good team at all. Not so a good we, team, though. Let's just say, all right, let's look at. So we looked at road and against less than 50, right? Mm -hmm. They do cover in that spot. What about equal to, RC? I feel like we got a lot of equal twos as well. Uh, but once they get to favorite is when it starts to starts to go the other way. Right, because if you say we're road dogs, boom, smashing, mm -hmm. right? They're smashing. When they get to the favorites, they play down. They play down to their opponent. Right. One one thing I think to note, though, RC, you can say is that, like, they, they those games were a while ago, and we talked about them getting hot recently. Like, yeah. those games were back in November. So I think that, you know, we could take that into consideration. Even in the Magic are, I feel like the Magic are, you know, what, they're kind of like the Thunder of the Western Conference. Uh, I mean, of the Eastern Conference. Like they're they're one of those teams that can beat you on any given night, and they play well as a dog as well. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That that is. I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense. Look at the. If you look at the Rockets just at home, man, they're terrible. They said <laughs> Rockets getting smoked by twenty tonight. I'm with you, Jay. Yeah, it's very possible. Look at look how bad they've been. Maybe. What about what about after a previous home, uh, previous away, a uh, previous away win? I see because they did win that tankathon the other day in Detroit. Oh yeah, my bad. I already had it filtered for. Oh sorry. I... Away away win at that. I see. And how do they do traveling from home from from road to home too? I'm interested to see what that looks like. There you go. They got well. They got beat by the Thunder uh, Pacers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Say that one more time. Just just uh how they do traveling from road to home. Road to home. <clears throat> Not that good. Not that good. I say this one's tough. I think my the eye test would say Thunder smash them. Me too. And I think that's I what you're saying. SGA points over, giddy PRA yeah. over. <laughs> Muno said you ain't paying no attention to me because you hit me with the yeah, that makes sense. Where? <laughs> ah, shut up. 
<laughs> no, that one I did listen. All right, I just I was just trying to. He's multitasking. That's all multitasking. I see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I did listen. I knew what he said. Um, <laughs> damn. Did you did you place a bet on this? Nah, not yet. But I, I mean, it's, it, it, I mean, this one pretty simple, like you said. I see, it's thunder or nothing, man. Especially yeah, how, how, how yeah. I mean, we, we, what we can't take into consideration with any of these queries, RC, is is that you know the injury news, right? Uh, the Thunder will be without Dort in this game, but I mean, who they, who do they need him for? He he can't guard. He's not guarding Michael Porter Jr. from uh, from the bench because he's not playing. Jalen Green's also ruled out. Like Singoon is back, but who, who runs that? Like who 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 do they use to score the ball with today? Jayshon Tate and uh, and you know Kenyon Kenya Martin Jr. Like they don't have a lot of guys that that can score the ball. And when even, you look I mean, to, like even shoot the three because they're not even that great three point shooters either. The guys they, that are yeah, they, they don't have enough RC, so it's Thunder or nothing, you know, easily in this one for me. Even with them being a favorite, I know that the Thunder have been playing well as a favorite because earlier I know we didn't want to touch them as a favorite, uh, not as a role favorite, just as a favorite in general. I think they they have a couple covers uh, recently in the month of January. Wasn't there a period? Well, no, nah, never mind. I feel like there was a period where. Like Wham and some guys were taking the first half Rockets. Rockets, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if they gonna play well, it typically is there. But you see the you see in January, RC when they have been a favorite. I know those games have come at home, but when they've been a favorite against, uh, you know, some of those, uh, you know, questionable teams like the Wizards before they got hot, uh, you know, they were p- performing well in that spot. They also got a win over the over the Spurs, I think, as well. You see that one in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's thunder. I'm not betting on the rock. It's definitely, I'll tell you it's definitely thunder or nothing. But I, don't, <laughs> I just don't know if I'm a. I don't think I could bet it. Cause I, for me, just I mean, I think everybody, everybody who who caps games, right? They all have their own rules, right? Like, you can't you can't go outside of that, and then you just start to you start to um, what's that called? You start to tilt a little bit, right? If you're going mm-hmm. off of your own rules, you're you're tilting at that point. You got to go back. You got to uh. Sit back and just think about what what you did wrong. <clears throat> so I see real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. So so if you don't, so, so do you think that the do you, so so the spread might be too high? Do you think that do you think the Rockets win the game? I mean, not the Rockets. Do you think the Thunder win the game? I mean, like just on I the money line. Yes. Yeah. But if you look at the teams that they face, they already lost to the Rockets before, so it doesn't mean means that that, that it could happen again. Yeah, click on that game. I see. How, how, like, what did what happened in that game? Did Jalen Green and, and Kevin Porter Jr. go off? Shit, they had to come back in the fourth quarter to even get close. So they were up by twenty one at half. Mm. Giddy Shea, Williams, they had Dort and Pokusheski. He got injured though. I think Giddy only had. Oh, Giddy did have thirty two points in that game. I mean, not Giddy. Uh, SGA had thirty two points in that game. But on the no. opposite side, who did who did who did they have? They had Singoon, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., Debari Smith, and Eric Gordon. They just shot really well. That's an outlier. That that is definitely an outlier. But I still can't mess with it. I, I don't think I'm gonna mess with it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let's move on to the last game. I would say still Thunder or nothing, but I, I'm I'm not gonna bet it. Uh, what was the last one that people wanted to see? Warriors Wolves. The, the, the Warriors and Wolves, yeah. <laughs> Okay, this one I did on a triple double show, and I was le- leaning towards the wolves and the under here. Did you did you have a look on this one at all, Chris? Uh, nothing that I played officially, RC, but my lean would be towards the under as well. Go to State is on the on the first leg of a back to back. I think they got Denver tomorrow. Uh, Timberwolves at home. This will be a Thursday home game for them. Fourth game of a of a six game home stand. 
They host Orlando uh, on Friday, which I don't think is too much of a look ahead spot. The Warriors, uh, I feel like, RC, I know Steph Curry was asked about it in the last game, uh, you know, whether he anticipates starting to play on some of these back-to-backs as the Warriors started to try to stack up some wins because they have recently. Um, I, I think that they go – my gut tells me, RC, they go all out in this game and they probably don't try to win tomorrow, right? Because you get when you have Denver at the rest disadvantage – you know, not just a, a slight rest disadvantage, but a, a major rest advantage because you're on the second leg of a back-to-back. And we yeah. know Kerr has been resting his guys in that spot. I think Golden State goes for this one and they try to rest their guys tomorrow. So we know so we know on the second leg of back-to-back games, we're probably going to see Clay out, right? We're going to see a few guys out. Let, let's look at who their opponents have been on, on that second leg of back-to-back. So they have the Cavs. Wizards, Jazz, they won all of those. Lost to the Nets, Pacers. All of these are on the road too. So mm-hmm. we go. So we go N equals. So N rest means that they're on the first leg of back-to-back games. Three and seven straight up. Two seven one ATS. Five and four and one to the over. Celtics, Bulls. These are all non-conference. We go to the conference here. We got Rockets. They won, but didn't cover that. Kings lost, didn't cover. Dude, all these are non-conference. So we go. But the the crazy thing is, these guys are in Minnesota. I don't understand why this. Uh, so the travel wise, travel wise, they're still traveling towards the towards the eastern part of the states. So we go NREST and we go A. One and seven straight at one seven ATS five two and one to the over. All right, so we go to the Wolves side. We say that they're home dogs. Nine and four, really nine and four ATS. This one's towards the under here. What do you think, dude? I think it's like, I feel like it has to be Wolves. I think it's I think it's too close to call. I see because the trends are going to tell you to take the wolves, but I feel like I feel like Golden State's like kind of rounding in the form. We talked about this. We talked about this uh, in the chat, and I know we talked about it on the show. YBB mentioned it a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like Golden State Warriors not going to lose every game on the road, right? And I think if you look at the Warriors recently, RC, they've actually been playing well in their road games. I know that they have a, a, a quite a few covers in a row. And like I said, with, with with the Nuggets on deck tomorrow, I think that they probably don't see that as a winnable game, especially. You know, on the second night of a back-to-back, I would be looking towards the 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 Warriors. I see, but I also think that uh, on the Timberwolves side, you didn't look at this. I see, but the Timberwolves, when they were avenging the same season loss, they're actually really good in that spot as well. And I don't know if you remember this game, but it was a Sunday. The Timberwolves got mollywhopped by the Golden State Warriors earlier this season. Uh, I think they gave up 50 points in the first quarter. I think 47 points in the first quarter. They got smacked up in that spot. So I do expect them to. Uh, I do expect them to. You know, play hard in this game. I, I, it's, it's a difficult game for me. Uh, Jay just said Warriors 4 no ATS last four road games. That's what I'm talking about. Like, they, they it's, it's starting to revenge itself. Yeah, yeah it's, it's starting to flip a little bit. So yeah. I think that they I think they play hard today, RC. They, they rest tomorrow against Denver. In yeah. Denver at that, with altitude. This is what you mentioned, right? The, the Wolves and revenge games, right? They do well in that spot. But then I added home dog because I talked about this one earlier on Triple Double 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2-0 straight up and against the spread. 0-2. 
as a two note to the under it almost I, what i said on the show earlier was it, it's core i feel like it's correlated right i feel like if you like the wolves you probably want the game to go under because they're not going to outscore the warriors if you like the warriors they're going to have to play with offense right there it feels like their their defense hasn't been there lately so they would probably say warriors and over or the wolves and under right wouldn't that be correlated yeah, real quick, RC. Look at let's look at the Timberwolves just at home. Uh, if you look at them at home in general, these high totals that are uh, that are really high. We just cashed on this spot two times in a row. They go under. Like you, you can see it right there. A, a lot yeah. of those totals that are, are are pretty high, they go under in that spot. Um, the Warriors on the road when they have a total of about two thirty eight, I think they're going over because historically throughout, well at least throughout this season, they haven't been really been playing a lot of defense on the road. But to Jay's point, I, I bet they've actually probably gone under in a, a couple of those road ATS wins in their last four games. That's not something that I looked into, though. I'm with the Warriors, right? Yeah, on the road. So they're 4-0 against the spread in their last four. Did they go Are under you, in any of them? Nope. Only one. <laughs> only one, but it was that seri- it was that game against the Celtics. Obviously, playoff playoff atmosphere time. games, you, we typically look towards the under, right? Yeah, yeah. The the Cavs so, here uh, obviously this would have been a playoff atmosphere game, but they were on the second leg of back to back games. They also won that game RC without that was the game that they won without any of their starters. The Cavs yeah. just came out and laid an egg in that spot. <laughs> they yeah. won with uh with with uh yeah all the bench guys. Ty Jerome had twenty points in that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's look at this again. Road game, first leg of back-to-back games, and so road game, first leg of back-to-back, and then their next game is on the road. Okay, same. Shit. Did, did you did you look at uh did you look at them RC the Warriors specifically uh when they are facing the team that they beat already this season specifically on the road because they did like I said they beat the Timberwolves on the road already this year. Uh, WRC they won. Oh my bad. They're starting to slow down, so it's probably um telling me that we should stop soon. <laughs> It's a warning sign. It's a warning sign. It's a warning sign, yeah. They're watching. um, There you go. Two and six straight up, four and four ATS, five, two and one to the over. Mm, Okay. And that's on the road specifically too, right? Yeah, on the road. It's a tough one. I see. That's why I didn't play the side at all. I do. I do still kind of lean towards the under. I think it's a lot of points in this one. Yeah. Uh, Especially if Gobert gets ruled in, I think the total probably drops a half a point or so. Uh, I can see this one going under. Uh, just because the Timberwolves got smacked up the way that they did and they gave up so many points in that last game, I think they probably remember it. And I think they probably try to play a little bit more defense in this game. Uh, yeah. Golden State has been hot offensively on the road, though. So, I don't know. Yeah, we talked about it, dude. We're, it was going to flip at some point, And obviously, mm-hmm. it looks like it has already, <clears throat> especially on the offensive side of the ball. But, again, the, the first leg of back-to-back games is where they struggle. And that's the only reason why I would probably that that I stay off of it, right? If it was if it was them on the road, on regular rest, for the game and the next game, I'd probably be on the Warriors right now. But I think Nugget, uh, sorry, the Wolves, Wolves as road dogs, uh, home dogs, and then Warriors got the Nuggets up next. That's tough. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's tough. 
All right, well, I think that's it. That's the end of the show, guys. Uh, let's go to recaps here. All right, Chris, you go first. Uh, we'll take that out of here. <clears throat> All right, recaps. Uh, what do you think? What What would you say would be your officials today? Yeah, so honestly, I, I, I talked about I, so so we talked about a lot of different leans, uh, and I still got some more work to do, you know, on the card. But uh, top play of the day is actually the player prop that I talked about earlier, and this Mr. Jared Jackson Jr. Uh, in that home game against the uh, visiting Portland Trailblazers. He he, uh, I think he as long as he can stay out of foul trouble today, I like his points plus rebounds over twenty four and a half. I talked about the um, Portland Trailblazers allowing the most points. Uh, to centers over the last seven games and to centers over the season as well. Uh, Jared Jackson Jr. played well in his first home game back, clearing that number against the Indiana Pacers the other day. And uh, there's there's a significant correlation between him playing at home versus playing on the road. He plays a lot better at home. Uh, so I like Jared Jackson Jr. to to end up with at least 24 and a half, uh, 25 points plus rebounds tonight, RC. That's my favorite yeah. uh, look of the day. I know it's a prop. Uh, as far as the total, I do like, um, you know, a couple of the ones that we talked about. I haven't went official with any of those just for transparency. Um, but I do like uh, I do like a couple of those totals that we talked about. I think the one that you that you mentioned earlier, I see with the Kings and the Spurs will probably be my favorite to go under. I think that total got bet up to 244. Um, I'm probably going to get there with the, with you on the under in that one, too, RC. And then and then I talked about a little two team money line parlay, RC. I think. Uh, I think the Rockets lose today, so so add the Thunder on the on the money line, and I think you could also throw in the Kings. I don't think that they lose to the San Antonio Spurs today. I think if you do put both of those teams together, just two teams, it's a minus one hundred seven. I see. So another way to kind of get some cash and stay away from the spreads in those games that where we kind of just want to fade the bad teams that don't want to win. Yeah, I think one thing to add about Triple J too, he's at home, right? So we know we we heard about the news, you know, giving him some phantom stats, so it might be. Might be in your favor today. Um, as far as plays, I only played this King Spurs under so far today, but I do want to look further <clears throat> into the Kings spread. Nick Nets Celtics first quarter over the Hawks. I feel like that was it. Uh, what else did we talk about? Yeah, I think that was it. Did you say you said, you said you said Boston and um Boston and Brooklyn first quarter? First quarter over. Mm-hmm. First quarter over. Kings on the spread. Hawks on the spread. Only official so far, though. Kings Spurs under. I, I think that's the way to go here. <clears throat> and the, also, that the 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 low volume, dude. The low volume has been uh, doing really well. I, I know, like last 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 month, December it was like six games a day, seven games a day. Even when there was only like three three games, I would have like the total and the side. But I think focusing in on specific things. Um, has been helpful lately. So uh, hopefully we just continue to keep cashing these tickets, bro. Chris, uh, uh, obviously, uh, you can be here tomorrow? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, let's cap every day, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I will be on Jay's show, so shout out to Jay for, for being here, uh, you know, in the chat, obviously, dropping plays and some information as well. I'll be on the show tomorrow at 10 uh, my triple double show, the Sports Memo triple double show, that's over uh, on the Sports Memo and Wager Talk YouTube pages. That's a uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard. So that's like right before I do uh, Let's Cap. And that's why I got I, I get focused on three specific games is because we only talk about three games there. 
and uh, I'm able to talk about them more deeper at a deeper um, level on Let's Cap. Uh, but then all the other games, really, I, I need support from the chat. I need support from other cappers. For, for the most part, these <laughs> it's mainly these bigger slates. When you have like five, four or five games a day, I can knock those out pretty easily at a high high level. But when you get nine games and you want to get at a super detailed level, you really can't. Um, I don't know about everyone that that's watching or or you even Chris man. One game could probably take like thirty minutes plus long, even longer. Uh, it could uh, because of the the level of detail that we look go through. So some of these short analysis we go through like ten minutes a game here on the show. We did a lot of pre work uh, for it, um, and we still take ten minutes to talk about it. So uh, that, that's a little bit of a like background about what we do uh, before shows and after shows and all that stuff. Even after the show, we're still gonna do more research. You know what I mean? Um, with that said, though, I mean, uh, Chris, you, you got your spaces coming up like what in an hour, two hours, two hours, yeah, two hours. So if you guys are watching, um, you guys want to drop some plays and information. Learn some, learn from other cappers as well uh, that are that are coming up in the game. They all go into Chris's spaces and drop information, drop plays. Um, we focus more so on the sides totals. Uh, sometimes the player props on the show. A lot of the guys over there on on his spaces do drop a lot of like same game parlays and stuff like that too. So if you guys are into that stuff, definitely hit up Chris's uh, spaces. Uh, any any last comments before we head out, Chris? No, I see. I appreciate you as always, man. I think uh, I think you mentioned something that's really important. I see is these these big slates, right? Especially when you go into detail as as much as we do, just keeping a low volume, right? It's so much easier. I see to go one and one today or two and one today versus forcing like five or six plays and going for you know going two and four or you know even three and three, right? So like yeah. it, just because you see a big slate, sometimes we see a big slate and we like we light up. We we, we see a lot yeah. of things that we like. Sometimes we see a big slate and we're like, damn, I got one play. And it's totally fine, right? We don't have to yeah. be forcing stuff out here because there's always more NBA to bet tomorrow. If you leave some money on the table, it's better than than losing some money, you know, that you know, based on a play that not not going your way. So yeah. I like the low volume I see. I'm still con- you know, continue to stay low volume as well. Four mm-hmm. or five plays max for me. But today I, I think I'm only gonna have about three. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, this is the end of the show. Uh thanks to all who tuned in on YouTube. And on Twitter, uh, if you are on YouTube, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. This is this show is also now in podcast form, so you can find it on Spotify, on Apple, and some some other other the podcast uh, platforms as well. Uh, make sure you uh, leave a five star review as well. Five star <laughs> that that helps me get more visible to other other people who have not seen or, or listened to the show. Um, I know that doesn't help you guys much, but it only takes a click, and it does help me a lot, like way way more than you expect um um and also also with that said always end the show with this guys whether you fade us or follow us it is on you guys to make that call good luck with all your action till next time peace